This is episode 129, and I'm talking to the incredible Dexter Moscow all about using storytelling to sell within your business. Welcome to the Content Queen podcast. I am your host, Mariah, entrepreneur, featured writer, and storyteller in the Best Holistic Life magazine and founder of Content Queen. I'm here to teach you how to share your unique story, create content, and market your business with strategy through the channels that work for you. Each week, I'll deliver a story to help you connect to a powerful strategy around marketing, business, and content creation. I'll also be joined by amazing souls and entrepreneurs who are here to share their own journey along with actual steps to help you take your business to a whole new level through amazing storytelling, powerful aligned marketing, and content strategy. Let's do it. Hello, gang. Okay, so... (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about storytelling and selling, which is this podcast episode is so great. I absolutely love talking to Dexter. I connected with Dexter on a networking event where I did a presentation on storytelling and content creation, and we just really bonded. And he wrote, he has written a book on storytelling and selling, so and presenting, and he has so much experience, which I'm going to go through. Uh, and I, yeah, just had to speak to him. We connected and I really wanted him to come on and share his knowledge and expertise on the podcast because it is, yeah, really good stuff. Everything that he spoke about was just so captivating. He shares stories and all that good stuff. So I'm really excited to introduce Dexter in this in this um, this podcast episode because I think you'll absolutely love it. And I think I'll I'll talk about what I reckon your key takeaway could be from this episode and what I would encourage you to do after. But before we jump into that, I am recording from my amazing apartment in the Gold Coast. I'm recording. This episode is due to go out tomorrow as I record this. Usually I record and edit. I edited the podcast last week, but usually I record my intro and everything the week before. So I'm all organized. But if you've been following me on socials, I just actually had another surgery. Um, Long story short... Uh, I've been experiencing some pain for quite some time um, and wasn't really getting to the bottom of it. Went to Sydney, um, nothing came up in scans, tests, and this pain felt like a blockage and sometimes it would leave and sometimes it would stay for quite a while and I just had to try and breathe through it. I was sort of trying to work out if it was linked between different foods. Anyway, so I've been experiencing it quite a lot lately and my doctor was going to, or my surgeon was going to get me to come to Sydney, do another test. And we were in Byron Bay driving up to the Gold Coast and we did the lighthouse walk. And at the top of the lighthouse walk, I was in absolute agony. I have not experienced it that bad before. So straight to the hospital in Little Byron Bay where they did a scan straight away. Whereas normally when I was admitted to hospital through ED, the emergency, by the time I got the scan, it was usually the next day. So they picked up a twisted bowel, which has been untwisting itself by the sounds of it, which is just absolutely complex. So they rushed me to Tweed and I had surgery that night. Pretty crazy. So the bowel had untwisted itself by the time they got in there, but they like put a stitch in and I spent a few days in hospital and they pretty much opened me up again. So I, my scar has been reopened. Um, I'm a bit sore. So I have just been taking it easy and all those things. But yeah, that included doing things today on Monday rather than being ahead of time. But that's fine because I think when it comes to this is why making like having a content strategy again is so important. Um, 
because when things come up in life, um, you've got a plan and, you know, even if you miss a podcast, I could have easily missed this episode, but I had the plan in place that I could easily, you know, do it and implement when I was feeling better. So, um, but a lot of the times if we don't have a plan and we, these things happen, we're often not equipped to make things like get things up or, and I mean, not posting is not going to kill your business, but at least you can keep that consistency even if you are needing some time off. So that's a little bit of a lesson there that I thought I would share, but I'm doing okay. I'm just taking it really easy and um, just going through the motions. So yeah, hopefully I'll be feeling very, you know, up back 110% very soon, but I know kind of going back a little bit to go forward because hopefully I will not experience this pain any longer. So yes, let's get into this episode because that's what we came here to listen to, to help sort of really use this storytelling going into that next element. I've talked a lot about storytelling and marketing, but now let's dive into storytelling and selling. And I think this is really, really powerful. And everything I learned from this episode is really, really inspired me and helped me a lot in my business. So let me introduce Dexter Moscow. So Dexter has had practical sell- selling experience for many years in front of the camera on QVC, the shopping channel selling millions of pounds of products for major technology companies and other noble retailers. In addition to his on-screen appearances for 16 years, he's worked behind the camera as chief guest trainer coaching and training guest presenters and celebrities to excel at the art of selling on telly in effect, selling to an invisible audience, which is going to help us so much today. This experience of how to create a compelling story proposition informs his approach to selling coaching and communication in the corporate arena. He's also been in real a real estate agent in the early days of his career was working in advertising for an agency with mafia connections, which is extremely interesting. As a speaker, he's talked on several topics relating to communication, selling, influence, and persuasion to present on TV, to corporates, and in conferences. The same process and frameworks he has used to coach others on how to sell on TV and are the same that we are seeking to get our message across online. He has also written a book on the subject, Stand Up and Sell, that enables those who follow these tried and tested processes to be more effective in their sales and presenting activities. As a trained voiceover, he has also been the voice of God at award functions. His claim to fame is having popcorn thrown at him by Julia Roberts in Notting Hill, being sworn at by Kate Winslet in Banner's Hamlet, and his life as a background artist. He's also the author of another book where he shares his own life experiences and his own stories. So let's hear from the amazing Dexter about storytelling and selling. Welcome Dexter to the podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for joining. Can you please tell everyone a little bit more about who you are and what you do? I will do, Maria. Thank you very much. I'm very excited to have this conversation with you. Um, my name is Dexter Moscow, and I'm, I'm actually now, I'm a bit hesitant of giving my surname for the obvious reasons. Um, but uh, it is my real name. It's not a stage name um, because people think it's made up. Um, and although I have uh, have appeared on stage, I've also appeared on QVC, the shopping channel. 
um, which we can have a chat about. And uh, I call myself the Picasso of presentations because I believe that presenting or pitching is an art form. And so um, that's uh, a bit pretentious, but that, that's, what, <laughs> that's what I term myself. Um, and the key thing about when I was on QVC and, and enjoying that, and I know we'll speak a little bit about my career and how I got there, um, it's part of the topic we're going to be talking about today. It's all about storytelling. So hopefully we can delve a little bit deeper into that. Amazing. Thank you so much. And yes, we'll be diving into your career because it's so interesting. So yeah, that's what I want to talk about next, your origin story and the reason why you started your business. And yeah, what is your story and how did you get to where you are now? Well, it goes back a bit of a bit of a way now. Um, <laughs> but um, I started my career in actually in advertising. I, I came out of school um, with very few, um, it used to be called GC, GCEs. I, I didn't go to university. I had always wanted to go into advertising. And so I think that's where my love of words was created. I, I worked with some incredible people um, in one of the first American advertising agencies that came to London um, later to find out that actually they were owned by the, the mafia, would you believe? Um, so that's uh, another story. Um, but then I went into property. Um, I was made redundant from advertising when cigarette advertising was banned on TV and we lost a lot of money uh, overnight. So um, I joined my brother in his estate practice and built uh, a multi-office organization. Um, and my role there was to work with um, negotiators, teaching them how to be more um, helpful um, and empathetic to people who wanted to buy properties. Um, I didn't particularly like being an estate agent. I opened my own office ultimately, and I didn't like the duplicity of that. But the um, negotiating and teaching people how to negotiate um, was something I really loved. And I was approached by a friend who said, look, I know you train people. Would you like to do something on QVC for us? And so I said, yes, what's QVC? <laughs> I didn't realize that it was a live shopping channel. And so I joined them and it was quickly recognized that as a trainer, I could help people behind the camera as well as being in front of the camera. So a lot of what I taught there of how to sell to an invisible audience is effectively what we're doing now. Um, mm -hmm. we're our, we are in this kind of environment. So I teach people how to present more effectively in this environment and also at the front of the room. Um, because, again, it's about storytelling. So that, that briefly is my career in a nutshell. Amazing. Isn't it so cool how things just lead from like a redundancy in advertising to real estate and then you just move on this journey and everything makes sense. Everything sort of gives you the experience for the next opportunity. So that's a perfect example. I love that. So cool. Thank you. So, yeah, we're going to talk about storytelling and selling through storytelling and what you mentioned earlier. So when did you, and you, you sort of just talked about your time on TV. So when did you really start using storytelling to sell in your business? And can you share a story of why you use storytelling and how it sort of evolved? Yeah, I've, I think if I may, I've, I'm going to illustrate it by telling a story um, and, and then we can discuss the elements of it afterwards. But it, it actually the understanding 
of how to influence and persuade people rather than sell to people, which is really the essence of storytelling, um, is when I was in property, um, I, I sold my estate practice and was approached by um, Sainsbury's, which is a big supermarket um, chain in, in this country. And they wanted to build a store in this particular environment, but we needed to buy literally a street of houses um, because we needed to cut off half the gardens to increase the footprint of, of the store. Um, and it was a learning experience working with various people here. But there was one particular guy who wouldn't even see me. Um, and eventually I managed to get on the phone to him and he said, Mr. Moscow, I'm not going to move. Um, if, if you want me to have a look at some estate agents details, okay. So I delivered these, these details and he phoned me and he said, Mr. Moscow, you're unprofessional. And the, the hackles on the back of my neck stood up because I pride on myself on my professionalism. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he, he was a very angry voice. And I, I used the same level of anger in my voice as well. He said, well, I went to these estate agents. They didn't know me. And I said, that was not the deal. You, you said you wouldn't even see me. And so I delivered the details to his doorstep. I didn't even go in. So he said, well, and I want to see you. We'll come over on Wednesday. I said, it's not convenient. I'll be there on Thursday. So I sat outside his house and I thought to myself, what, what is his story? What is his history? Mm. So I knocked on the door and he opened the door. He hadn't even let me in yet. And I said, look, uh, I, I don't want to bother you, but tell me what your history. So he said, come in. And we sat down. He said, look, I, I started my life in Iraq and I was kicked out of Iraq when the regime changed and I went to Iran. And that was at the time the Shah of Iran. And he was deposed and he, because he was at that time a professor, uh, this particular guy, he was kicked out of Iran again. So he came to England and I said, wait a minute, you've been dispossessed twice and I'm seeking to dispossess mm. you again. I said, we'll find a way around it. And so ultimately we did the deal. He got more money in the road than anybody else. Um, but literally he placed a bottle of whiskey in front of us when we were having this discussion and I don't drink spirits and we did the deal. And so if you like the story, that's the story of him and my relationship. And the life lesson, if you like, is that if you really want to influence and persuade somebody, understand their story, understand their history. Mm. So I, I hope that gives an indication of of how yes. a story can be so impactful. Yes, I love that. And it just really goes to show the start of your journey of seeing the power of listening to someone as well and listening to their story. And that's what I love about this podcast is bringing people on to share their story because that's just amazing. And yeah. over time, that's just helped you build your career and, and, and empathize with people too because we all have a story. And I think the main thing that I like to teach with this podcast is we do all have a story and it is worth sharing and it is worth listening to other people's stories because, as you say, it's a really incredible way to persuade someone in, you know, a, when we're selling, sometimes it can feel quite sleazy and icky. But if we're learning their stories, it becomes just like a connection that you build with someone. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And, and you've used words that I, I certainly would agree with, um, empathy mm. um, and listening. 
because in a situation where we do listen more carefully, we can make our stories more relevant to them. Mm. And, and then we don't need to sell. Then people yeah. will buy from us. Yeah. Amazing. So now what I love to do with the podcast, because that was just such a good story. Absolutely loved it. Thank you for sharing. Uh, we want to lead into some actual steps so people can start implementing this, not just into their business, but into their lives. So I think this is how we build better relationships, right, is through storytelling. And it's something we've always done, but I think we lose touch with it or we forget that it's in our toolkit always. So I want to go through a series of questions to help people start using storytelling to sell in their business and, as I said, in their life in general. What are the core things that people need to know about the power of storytelling? Right. I I think if I may, I'm very process-driven, so my hands up to that. Me too. Um, And there is a particular process for a story to to create a story, and I hope I've demonstrated demonstrated that in the story that I've just told. And and there are three elements to it. Um, And there's also a a knowledge that really an effective story, first of all, has to be relevant to the person you're speaking to, as Mm -hmm. we just said, but also it's about two minutes. It's about a two minute framework. And the first is the incident. So what was the overarching incident that the story is about? It could be a problem that somebody experienced if we're talking from a business perspective mm-hmm. or just uh, the the impact that we had then the middle bit so the incident is first then the action what did we actually do to either resolve the problem or to have that conversation and then the final element and really this is the key element it's the benefit mm-hmm. what was the benefit that our intervention our conversation had and so and that is about 15 to 30 seconds is the beginning part, the incident. The action obviously is the major part of it. So that's about a minute, minute 15, can be a little bit more than that, minute 30. And Mm -hmm. the last bit, the benefit statement, can be about seven or 10 words, which encapsulates the whole idea of the story. So that would be about 15 seconds, perhaps 30 seconds. So although I'm saying it's two minutes, if it's two and a half minutes, it it really doesn't matter. But it is about encapsulating the idea. And obviously that benefit statement in a business perspective is how you can solve a problem for people. Mm. And and I have a mantra, which which if I may, I'll I'll share with you. Please do. That mantra is don't tell me what you do. Tell me what you have done for others. Mm. And that, of course, is a story. Yeah, I love that. And that's just like a a transformational story, right? A story of, and even, you know, if there are people listening that are like, well, you know, I'm starting out in business. I don't have all these client testimonials. Most likely what you've done, you've done to yourself. Like if you've got a transformation from yourself, you can share your own story and how you helped yourself do it. And then, of course, then you can start helping others and get those, you know, stories of transformation and everything like that. But I think that's a very simple formula to follow and something that we can add into our video content, our written content, all sorts of storytelling content. And even, you know, how I see, I visualize this is Instagram stories or any kind of video like that that's very short form. I think often we can struggle to get what we want to say out when we're promoting or when we're selling because a lot of times people sell on Instagram stories or in a short video and that is the perfect formula to follow 
when you mm. are creating like a, a sales video or something like that for your Instagram stories. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. And and I would add to that, that uh, because I had a situation, in fact, part of what I do is to help people when they're going into interviews. Um, and now it's a bit scary because mm-hmm. panel interviews can take place um, over the, the internet. Um, and so, you know, there's a little bit less interaction. You know, we need to, as you said before, we need to listen very carefully. We need to see people's facial reactions. We don't have the advantage of body language. Mm -hmm. And so that storytelling framework is a way of bringing the CV, the resume, to life. Um, And and I mean, I can give an example a little bit later, but um, I I work with a, a number of people that when they're going into an interview, I say, don't rely upon the CV that's in front of them. If if they weren't interested in you, um, they would have rejected you from the CV. So don't talk about the CV, but bring the CV to life with stories. And Mm. so so it, it works in that way as well. Yes, I love that. And it's so cool. I'm just thinking about, you know, even when you've got a product, like how can, or a service, how can you bring that to life? Because people can read your sales page and read what it's all about, but you know, you can use, this is what I think is really powerful. And something that I did recently on my website was add some more video content to talk about the offering or to talk about how I'm here to help and how I'm here to serve. And I think that can really lift things like your sales pages or, and then you can use those across social media. And we're going to talk about some channels that, you know, we can use to tell our stories. But I think before that, I just want to dive into in what ways can we use our story to sell? And if you have any examples of that, and you said you had some client examples, so that would be awesome. Yeah. I, I, I think that um, the one thing I would say in preface to that is that when you're thinking of the stories, and this is a truism, I, I, you know, there are cultural differences, um, but the truism is this, people buy emotionally, they decide logically. Mm. And there's another element to that formula, which is if we are to do our job properly and really help people, and this, I, I agree, I think this is the, the motivation for us um, and should be for anybody who is selling, connecting, whether it be a service or themselves, um, is to identify what is the pain or understand what is the pain people are um, mm-hmm. suffering and take them to a position of pleasure or resolution or even happiness. So the, the, the stories that I'm going to illustrate now hopefully show that kind of situation as well. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I recently was working with um, the QVC, um, although it's a little little while ago now, and we were selling at that time a machine, a tape machine that converts tape to digital. Mm-hmm. And and I often ask people, you know, if you were to sell that to your clients and customers, how would you sell that? And people would say, well, you know, you can record on the tape machine and then, um, you know, you can transfer it digitally and the way that this works and and go through the the technology of it. And so I said, well, let me give you another way of thinking about this, because this is how I do it in my seminars. I said, have you ever made a tape, perhaps of somebody who is no longer with us or your favorite music? And how upset would you be? if that tape broke and all of those memories were destroyed in the same way, what this machine does is transfer Mm -hmm. those memories 
to a digital format so you will never lose it. And you can put it on CDs or whatever you like. But that memory, that music, that person's voice is still going to be with you forever. Mm. And so can you see where the emotion to logic, um, because the logic is a transfer into a digital format, resolving what could be a potential pain to a pleasurable situation. Mm. So, so that's Amazing. one example of storytelling. I love that. Do you know what I was thinking of when you were saying that? I don't know if you've watched um, The Wolf of Wall Street and they're talking about the pen. It's like, sell me this pen. And yes. the emotion that you can, you know, if you really got it, you really can create, like you can sell anything. It doesn't, it does. And if your products and services are something you're so passionate about and you know they help people, how much easier is that going to be than if you're trying to sell something like a pen? Absolutely. Amazing. Absolutely. And, and you know, that, that, there's that truism again, is that, uh, and it, you know, obviously we've talked about selling on television in, in that way. Uh, and there's one other slightly funny story, which I can tell you about selling Please on do. QVC. But um, in, in terms of what we were talking about before of presenting ourselves in an interview situation, when you kind of understand what the problems are that that company is experiencing, or, you know, reading between the lines of, of what they see the role is, when we can ask those questions, then we can deliver the pain res resolution situation by explaining the emotional connection of what we did for, for another company. Mm. Again, that mantra, don't tell me what you did, but tell me what you did for others. Then it also works in a, a business and, and in a, an interview situation. Um, but may, may I tell you this other story? Please, yes. Um, please I call it the the angel with detachable wings. Um, <laughs> and, and it's in my book, which I'll tell you about later. Um, I was having to sell during Christmas, and this is going to blow my street cred. I, I was known as Mr. Christmas for about five years when I was <laughs> with QVC, selling all manner of Christmas products. And this was a fiber optics, therefore very colorful, um, three foot angel with detachable wings. Now, the logic of it was that, you know, you want to store it over Christmas. So you, after Christmas, so you take the wings off and then you, it's easy to store. And I was thinking, um, how can I connect with people? I'm not seeing them. It's an invisible audience. What is it about this angel that actually I wouldn't give house room to? But what is it that people are going to connect with? And I thought, well, man, I, I believe that I have a guardian angel. So I said, you know, this is the physical embodiment of what people believe that there is such things as angels. Um, and so wouldn't it be lovely with the bright colors and the, the lovely feathered wings and the fact that they're detachable. So you store it year after year. So and we sold out. We sold out in about 10 minutes. Um, and they were about 50 pounds each, these things. Um, and I think there were about 100 of them to sell. So Amazing. we did very well. But when I got home, I saw, this was some time ago, I saw the um, flashing light on my answer machine. And a friend of mine who is uh, a bit of an insomniac, so she she's, watches these programs late at night. This went out at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And so I picked up the phone and she said, Angel, the, the, detachable, and she couldn't even speak. Here's Colin. So she handed it to my uh, pal that I've known for years. And he said, if an angel 
has detachable wings, how the can it fly? <laughs> Some people have no soul. <laughs> so sometimes the stories don't work. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is such a good story. And you know what? I just think it's so it's so interesting and refreshing to, you know, for everyone listening, look at your products and services and how, what story can you tell around these? And like list, like I'm visualizing because I'm a process gal as well, like writing down all my products and services and writing a story for each. And like, how cool would that be, you know, for you to use in your content and to sell? And yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing those stories. I love that. That is so funny. I, you know, I used to, we have over here, it's called TVSN. That's what it's in Australia. And when we first got, it's not only on pay TV. And when we got pay TV, I used to just watch it. I just was obsessed with it because I used to love like, through, you know, magazines and catalogs and like where you could order things through. I just was obsessed with all that, all the gimmicky stuff. So I would just watch it for hours. I wish I was watching <laughs> you on the telly. But even, you know, uh, late at night, I'd sneak out to watch it. Like, because I just, I don't know why. I just loved it. So that's, that is so funny. <laughs> I say to people that if you're going to watch a shopping channel, you should have plastic surgery. You should cut, cut out your credit cards or cut them out. <laughs> <laughs> it is very engaging and and i would suggest you know these people these presenters are past masters at um creating the stories mm. that draw you in so you know have a look at these have a look yeah. at tv commercials because yep. you know that they do use a lot of visual images and, and we were talking before about tiktok and youtube mm -hmm. and things like that mm -hmm. um a video is very impressive because you can encapsulate stories and use visual images as well yeah so, yeah yeah thinking. watch watch shopping channel and learn take notes I love that yeah. it's, it's so interesting because <laughs> I think when we go into business we're really passionate about what we do but often we lack the skills to sell you know so it's that's why episodes like these are really important and just like watching others how they do it and I guess that leads into my next question around the channels as you said before video is quite powerful but what channels can people use to start telling their story or to start telling the story of, you know, what they sell and what they offer? I think all of the social channels and social networks are, are really beneficial. I, I think, and, and again, it's something that you and I discussed, that things are changing. Um, so be very aware of, of where the trends are and, and where people are congregating, where you're clients and customers are congregating. Mm -hmm. um, I, I use LinkedIn quite a lot. Um, and LinkedIn has changed. At one time, it used to be the business orientated network. But more and more, you see very personal stories being mm -hmm. posted on, on LinkedIn. And so I think people, and it's something else that I've written about in, in another of my books, it, it's about vulnerability. Um, you know, vulnerability is not a weakness, it's a strength. And so okay. if you can show, as you very kindly asked me at the beginning, you, my story, my origin story, mm -hmm. when you tell that origin story and the, the trials and tribulations and the trip ups along the way, um, that's very engaging. So, so LinkedIn has changed in that way. Also look at newsletters. That's another medium. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't have to be loads and loads of articles. It can be one particular thought that you you have and you're the content queen so you know your content is fantastic and Thank so it, it's again tell the stories in in that newsletter mm. um then 
TikTok. Um, I, I'm not on TikTok because I haven't had the courage to do it yet. You will be soon. Um, <laughs> I will do. And it sounds very strange to say um, that, you know, because that's video orientated. Yeah. Um, and, and hands up here, you know, live television, when the camera starts rolling and they say go, then there's a flow of consciousness, which is great. Mm. When it comes to doing a video, I'm very self-critical. So mm. I will start a video and think, no, that's that's not right. And so it takes me about four or five takes mm -hmm. before I'm satisfied that it is something to go out. So, you know, when, when you're thinking about TikTok, when you're thinking about Instagram, you know, just do it in spite of what you, you think. As long as your mindset is, am I offering value to my audience? Am I giving them something that they can really use rather than worrying about how we're showing up. Mm. And that's the key, I think. So all of those social platforms, Facebook is changing again. Um, again, we talked previously about Instagram. It is not necessarily the right medium. So select your medium carefully, but tell your stories once again. That's it. Yeah, I love that. And I think too, you know, I'm a big believer in, finding the type of content that you love to create because it's your energy as well and whatever platform that is and how you like to show up in that way is so different from everyone else so I think yeah that's it definitely comes down to finding the place where you can really tell your story and where your audience is going to listen so that is perfect advice and okay so something I want to, you know, finish off on with uh, everything storytelling and selling is the mindset of storytelling. And it's something that you love talking about and you have a no lot of knowledge around. So what if we're in our head and we're wondering why will people care about my stories or why should I even share them? They're not engaging. No one cares. Yeah. What advice do you have for people that are thinking that? Thank you. I, it, it's about going back to where we started. It, it's about making it relevant for others. If, if we are so much inside our heads thinking, are oh, we going to make a fool of ourselves? Does the story have any merit? Then think about what is it that I can say that is really going to be beneficial. I, my passion is it just seeing that light bulb moment when somebody really gets it. And I work with a process called positive intelligence, mm -hmm. which says that when we have those thoughts in our head, when we have those voices in our head that um, deplete our energy or tell us that we're not good enough, we recognize that that is a lie because mm -hmm. we, the essence that we had when we were kids, normally before we were about 10 years old, that essence is still with us. And life has kind of put this covering of concern, of fear, mm -hmm. of whatever it is. So there's two things there. When you hear that, instead of thinking, am I going to make a fool of myself? It's, can I give information that is really going to be beneficial to others? And that changes our mindset. Obviously, mm. there's a little bit more to the process, but and, and I would say in this troubled world in which we live, there is another mantra. I'm full of mantras. I love them. That is this. It's it goes back to the Greeks, the Stoics, mm -hmm. who said this: the only thing we have control over is our reaction to any given situation. So when mm. we think of what can we control, 
rather than worrying about what we can't control, then that helps to change our mindset as well. So mm. think of your stories. Think of the stories that are relevant to the individual, that help the individual, and that immediately changes our mindset and makes us more relevant to other people. Mm. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. I think it's really helpful for people who get stuck in, like I know I do it all the time. I'll get stuck in my head or think, oh, I've told this these stories so many times. People are probably sick of it. But also then I think of marketing touch points and remember that probably half of the people haven't even seen it. Um, but I think it's really helpful to just flip the script and, you know, change the question. I think mm-hmm. it's really, really powerful. But, um, yeah, that's awesome. So I guess before we wrap up, is there anything else you wanted to add or something we didn't mention um, before we tell people how they can connect with you? Thank you. Yes, I, I think that, you know, we've talked about one particular process, that storytelling process. Mm-hmm. There, there's another process called the four E's, which is a framework of how you put those stories into a presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, and And I can very quickly run through yes, them. Yes, please um, do. The, the four E's are this. First of all, it's about engagement. How do we engage very quickly with an audience, be it online or, or in front of people? Um, the next element is enlightenment. What is it that we can tell them, which is in three parts? First of all, what is it that they already know that we can give them comfort and that knowledge? Mm-hmm. What is it that they don't know that is really informative, that can help them. And the third element is the most motivating of all. It's FOMO. And mm-hmm. that is fear of missing out. You know this. Yes. When, when people are aware that other people are doing things that they're not doing and they're succeeding, that's a great motivator for them to, to move forward. Um, the next E, the third E, is entertain. If we've got an audience, we need to be entertaining. And I hope we have been today. Um, yes. And the fourth E is to excite. And that works two ways. If we're not excited, how can we make other people mm. excited? Mm. And therefore, there is another E, the, the, the fifth E, and that's emotion. Let's be emotional. Let's connect with people's emotions. And then you don't need to sell. People will buy from you. Mm, I love that. That's a that's a good mic drop there, Dexter. I, <laughs> I love that. That's so good. And I think it really helps people visualize when they're creating a story, they can ask themselves those questions like, am I building emotion? Am I excited? Would they be excited? Am I entertaining? Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much. So how can people connect with you, find you, read your books? Tell us everything. Right. Um, the easiest way to contact it contact me is via my email address which is dexter at dextermosco.co.uk um, and as a gift I will send my little red book of QVC selling secrets which uh, contains some of the formulas that we've talked about and also um, what I call the Moscow method it's an acronym for various elements of how we present Oh, um, amazing. And that actually is also in my book. I'm going to be shameless in showing that. <laughs> Stand up and sell. Amazing. Um, so it's it's a storytelling book. Um, it's my experience in QVC, and it has that angel story in it, uh, with the expletive not deleted. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so either that. My my website is uh, dextermosco.co.uk, 
Um, and I, I, you can find me on in, on the internet on, on some of the platforms that we spoke about. Amazing. So uh, I hope that I've given value because uh, that's so much. what we're both passionate about, isn't it? Yes. And, and thank you for the opportunity, Maria. No, thank you so much. And I'll put all your links in the in the show notes. But no, that was absolutely incredible. You've given me so much to think about. And this is, I always say this, I really love the episodes where I'm like, oh my God, I've got so many ideas now. So that's when, you know, it's the value. It's the value because I know it's the value. So everyone's going to absolutely love it. And is going to start, you know, telling their stories and effort, like with less effort than ever sell to their their audience and and provide value to their to their network. So thank you so much. It's been amazing chatting with you. I really appreciate you coming on the show. My pleasure entirely. Thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you. I absolutely loved hearing from Dexter and his experience and knowledge and wisdom around storytelling and selling. I think one of the key takeaways that I recommend you do after this episode is look at all your products and services write them all down in a word doc on a bit of paper whatever that looks like and start brainstorming the stories the emotions things that you can present to your audience around your products and services and how you can build on these stories then you can start mapping out your content how do you do this what kind of social content will you create what kind of things will you say on your podcasts on your blogs when you're selling on Instagram stories, on lives, on podcasts with others, when you're presenting, whatever that looks like, how can you create this emotion? I mean, you could go and watch Wolf of Wall Street again if you want inspiration, watch the shopping channel, just like really start to immerse yourself in the selling of your products and services using storytelling. And I absolutely loved this episode. I loved talking to Dexter. And one other thing you can do if you really want to go back to the basics and learn how you can implement this into your marketing definitely check out the freebie that we have, um, the guide to marketing your business through storytelling. The link is in the show notes. When you download it, there's this masterclass that I presented all about using it in your marketing efforts. And you can combine this with your selling to create a really storytelling approach to your business. It comes with an origin story uh, booklet and guide on how to write your own origin story if that's where you need to start and go back to the basics before you dive into your products and services. But be a content queen or king and remember that developing your strategy and your story develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends. You can do this by adding it to your Insta stories and tagging me at content queen Mariah or to simply tell them about it. If you rate and review on whatever platform you listen to this on, it will really help me get my message out there and this podcast to more people. Follow, with, follow me on Instagram, connect with me on LinkedIn. And let me know if there's any topics you want me to talk about in the future. I'd love to hear from you. And I will talk to you very soon. Bye.